from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You know who's going to take that ass again tonight, Stone? I don't know what I'm thinking. Should I know the answer to this? No, probably not. The Marlins? I would have been impressed. No, not the Marlins. Who's going to take that ass tonight? My mind's not in safe places right now. I, no. I, uh, it's, a, it's sports related. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Lionel Messi. Ah! Already? Taking Cincinnati's ass tonight. Wait, is this an exhibition? Nope. U.S. Open Cup semifinals, baby. He's two wins away from another trophy. I mean, come on. you got to break this down for us. Non-soccer hardos. What what, what does that mean? U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup is a competition that features all of the clubs, no matter the level, in the United States. Okay? So, for example, the MLS is the top division of U.S. soccer. And they uh-huh. keep rising to the top, right? Nashville played in the League's Cup right, final, right. Cincinnati in the semifinal. Right, right. It's all so, MLS teams. So this is a separate tournament from the League's Cup, though, because that was MLS versus Liga MX. Okay? okay. Liga yeah. MX is the top division in Mexico. Yeah. The U.S. Open Cup. So just for perspective, MLS is the top division. I call on ESPN soccer matches from the USL Championship and USL League One. USL Championship, the second division. Uh, of U.S. soccer, USL League won the third division of U.S. soccer. Then there's even leagues below that. All of these teams from all of these leagues start the tournament in this same tournament. And then they all beat one another to get to this point where it's now the final four. So we're not seeing Liverpool? Because that's no. Premier League. No, no, this is the United States. U.S. Open Cup. No. So, just ma- I just want to clarify. Don't look at me like I'm stupid. It's so, the United States. Just making sure I'm right. So tonight it is Inter-Miami who qualified for the semifinals without Lionel Messi, they play Cincinnati. But now Inter-Miami has Lionel Messi. What time are we talking? What time is first? And it just uh, so happens uh, Cincinnati is the top team in the MLS standings right now. Oh, it's a good team. So How's Orlando City doing? Orlando City, they're close to the playoff picture. Nice. Uh, Orlando City is not in the U.S. Open Cup semifinals. Never mind. Where can we watch tonight's game? Uh, I believe that it is CBS Sports Network. Love that. So, Or Telemundo, if you're into the Spanish, for free. Of course. You don't have to pay for it. Which, <laughs> okay, by the way, it? if you are going to watch soccer, there's no better language to do it than in Spanish. So much yeah. more energy. Yeah. It gets you excited for no reason. I watched, uh, I watched the uh, League's Cup final on Univision. And this boy's... You mean Univision? Yeah. Whitewashing again? Yeah, sorry. Univision. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, my sangre was pumping. <laughs> that means blood. Yep, I know. Oh, you gringos. Yeah, my sangre was was pumping. Uh, you can't pick your favorite team. Which NFC and AFC squad would you sign up to watch all 17 games of? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, the Cowboys, this all started off the Cowboys. Chris Collinsworth saying, hey... If we could have 17 weeks of the Cowboys on NBC, we would do it. Uh, I'm not surprised we're hearing from this man, Joe in Jupiter on Ken Levick Alive. Hello, Joe. Hello, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Once again, making me laugh. <laughs> Appreciate you, uh, buddy. Once again, before I get to my two teams, other than the Cowboys, i got to give a quick shout-out to Peter in Port St. Lucie. Great, great to hear from you, Peter. We got to stick together out here on the Treasure Coast. Yeah. You can be rough at times as a Cowboy fan. So that's I'm your sure you experience. What I do. Well, yeah, that's your Cowboy brethren right there. Your Cowboy <laughs> brethren just uh, like forty minutes north of you, man. It's right. Absolutely. Maybe not even that. So, hope to hear from you again, Peter. 
keep calling in with me because I'm number one on this Cowboys train. For sure. <laughs> oh, but, that's uh, just straight fact. Just keep riding with Joe. Joe, who are you picking AFC, NFC? And he also he also said a lot of things about I was going to say about Chris Collinsworth's opinion. Obviously, you love or you hate them, so that's that's a given. That's yep. that, that was what I was going to say. But no my two teams, other than the Cowboys, uh, you know, I've been here almost four years. But I think if you asked me this four years ago when I was living back in Texas, I think I still would have said the Miami Dolphins as my AFC team. Because when everybody's healthy, what's a prettier offense to watch? I love Tua. I like those two receivers, Waddle and Hill, and their running backs. And I mean, I. You know, I, I just kind of haven't been rooting for them, not just because I live here now, but I think that would be my AFC team. Remember the Bengals, but I think Miami is going to be a hair above the Bengals. Amen. For my AFC team. From your mouth to God's I'm ears, Joe. What about the NFC? Uh, NFC, uh, it's hard to pick because I really don't like watching any F- NFC teams, but if I had to pick one, it would be the Detroit Lions, mainly because I love the coach, Dan yeah. Campbell. Who does I think it? when he talks, people <laughs> listen. And hard, watching Hard Knocks last year, you know, they've been so bad for so long. I'm just kind of rooting for them as my NFC team. I think it would be a great story. I think that's good. That's good stuff, Joe. That's good stuff. Lavelle messages in uh, my AFC team, the Chiefs. E- the NFC team, the Bears. Now, I could see the Bears. I, I just – I the Bears are interesting because we are hyping Justin Fields up. For no reason, I feel like. It's He's fast. Game. He runs good. The reason you would watch the Bears. Like a quarterback should. <laughs> I know. For all 17 games is the same house of cards theory that you have for the New York Jets. You just want to see Justin Fields fail, and that's fine if that's why you choose him. Uh, I, I kind of want to see Justin Fields succeed. I, I do as well. I just think, to Ken's no. point, he's been so hyped up. It's like, yeah. really? I, I, I do, too. Like, I have no problem with Justin Fields. And obviously, I still, I mean, that's my, my hometown team. I still, I don't wish ill will upon them. I just think that this... This putting Justin Fields on a pedestal yeah. this early is a little weird. He, he He's literally shown nothing about a, any throwing acumen. It's all manufactured It's all about hype. his legs. Yeah. I, 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 it's just the biggest hype job of someone that is not ready to be hyped up. I needed one more year of him showing throwing improvement, but we're having like legitimate MVP discussions about him. Uh, that's a good point. I, I think this is historical, and, and I would have to do the research on this, but I'm pretty sure it's a fact. He's probably the only player in NFL history to have top five MVP odds or top ten MVP odds after winning three games the season prior. I would imagine that's just never existed before. And when you look to why that's the case, I think it's just man-made. It's all manufactured. It's all you know, the human element, betting on Justin and right. having to hype in him. It's not anything that he's done on the football field. Right. He's he's the Kerry Richardson of football. Like, cool. That's exciting. Runs real fast. Um, now, Shakari, she <laughs> concentrates on the running. She doesn't have to throw. Like, there's a whole other component of, of his job that he has to do. She is the best at what she does. She runs real fast. And that's all the task of her is to run real fast. So focus on that. He's got to run real fast and throw the ball, and he hasn't shown he can do the latter. Listen, man, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, was known not to be a runner at all. That The goat was never fast. Right. I mean, he's the slowest molasses. That yeah. was also the era but that he played. But he's the goat. It was the era that he played. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers while he is uh, elusive, he's never been uh, someone who's been labeled as fast, and he's done quite all right. I'd rather have an accurate arm than be really fast. Like Justin Fields has done the really fast thing. He hasn't done anything close to the accurate arm thing. Tom Brady or Justin Fields, who are you going with? Justin Fields. I want to throw something at you. Justin Fields. I mean, that model, by the way, 
is so into Tom Brady, according to reports. What a wooden like what a, what a, Arena Shake. What a weird report that was. We yeah. She's so happy with her time. dream guy. She's well, cut off all of her other friends to yeah. give Tom Brady. Well, Who reported that? The New York Post, and they suck. I mean, it's a complete <laughs> rag. Uh, Kevin in Lake Worth on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Kev. Hey, guys. Uh, so the two teams that I'm, I would root for other than my Dolphins would be, uh, they're kind of obscure. I, uh, not a lot of people want to watch them to begin with, but uh, I think they'll both be pretty good. In the NFC side, uh, Detroit Lions, yep. uh, young, uh, young playmakers, a fun team, Dan Campbell, biting ankles. <laughs> uh, and then uh, on the AFC side, you know, another team that has no real history of being good, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I think they have good weapons all over the place. Trevor Lawrence, uh, they're in a division that isn't going to be very good, so they can put up some points and also put, it up, put up some Ws. I think that both are great Choices. I think that there are parallels between the Jaguars and the Lions. Maybe not from quarterback perspective. I mean, you've got a guy in Jared Goff who's clearly limited, but he has been to the Super Bowl. He's a veteran, and then you've got Trevor Lawrence who's trying to get himself to a prominent point now, and he's he started to he he fought off uh, the terrible head coaching situation in his first year to put himself in a position where you can legitimately have an MVP conversation about him. More so, I think, than Justin Fields. I love this topic more and more as we keep it going because just with Kevin's two choices right there, like he showed his fandom style, right? That Dan Campbell, the Jags, both the teams kind of on this gritty and, and kind of on this upward slope right now. So you're able to show off kind of what you like and enjoy by the sport. I would argue, though, there aren't two different people as head coaches in the sport than Doug Peterson and, uh, and Dan Campbell. See, I, I hear I mean, that. They much. are two very I, different people. I, but the path, the trajectory that both of those teams are and kind of the way they play football is very, very – I I would That's put a good them, point. I would put them in the same category of 2023 teams, the Jags and the Lions. The only real opinion I would have of the Jags, especially to Trevor Lawrence, would be if he cut his hair. That man has the most beautiful head of lettuce. Head of lettuce, yes, he does. See? You see? He's just a good Um, head of lettuce. I'm excited. Like, yeah, if they're on the TV and there's nothing on, because that's what the network wants to show, okay, I'll watch them. But I'm just going to be sitting there in the most typical girl fashion, like, what products does he use? Why is it so uh-huh. glowing? No, it is very. How do you sweat all day like that? That's all part of it. Right. He used to be a stone. Used to be a long-haired man. He used to have that lettuce. When is it a salad? By uh, the way, a salad is just a full head. Oh, okay. And, oh, so and, he would have a salad. He yeah, has I mean, a salad. it's just the context. You just got to throw it in there correctly. I think to really to each his own. But uh, it, it's lettuce. Should I, wait, 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 no, no. No, no, lettuce is just the more used one. It's very versatile. Oh, okay. Salads, I think, if you really just want to go hard. So did but did I use lettuce right? It was perfect. Yes. Yeah. I think he's saying they can be interchangeable. It just matters. You delivered it perfect. Yeah, you that's, did. That's all I care. Listen, yeah. next time I will use salad. Not sure if I'm there yet, if I'm comfortable, but I'm obviously comfortable with lettuce. So let's hang in there. You know, if, no, I, if I had to give an example, salad would be more like the Troy Palomalo. Like you get the Ooh. full the full thing there. Mm-hmm. I'd go more Troy. That's like a salad bar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was really up. lame. Uh, John oh. in Jensen on ESPN 106.3. Hey, John. Hey, how we doing, guys? Good. I'm going with Ken Levick's train wreck theory, and I want to watch <laughs> Indianapolis Colts this year for the one reason and one reason only that I am convinced general managers in the NFL watch zero college football during Saturdays. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is the furthest thing from an NFL quarterback. He's further from an NFL quarterback than my fat butt is. Yeah. 
Yep. Not the NFL quarterback. I can't wait to watch that fail miserably. The Colts are in the discussion. And by the way, I didn't mean to acknowledge when you said fat butt that you were actually fat, John. I apologize for that. I was like, oh, yeah, John, fat butt. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so uh, the train wreck theory rides strong, and that's why I'm proud of this audience because we always find a way to the core of this show, and that's the big P, Petty. <laughs> it's I love it. literally the core. It's the core. The, the I, essence, I, I said the patch for that reason. Bye, Billichak. It's he, about time. I think this is the season. He just trademarked. Ken's pessimism mm-hmm. and called it the train wreck theory. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That's right. Uh, one of the things that I'm actually overly optimistic about is laser therapy at Quellov. Uh, when I have sore muscles or sore joints, that's where I head. Uh, I'm starting to starting to finally, uh, it's a little, little tiny difference, but in the mornings, not quite the dew point level, the humidity, and I'm starting to bang out these 10K mileages a lot better. That means as I get myself into race shape, I'm going to start feeling those aches and pains. I'm getting no younger, but I'm trying to get faster, and sometimes that's a recipe towards pain, joint pain, muscle pain, and that's where Quelliv comes in. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com. It is laser therapy. It is pretty much a one-stop shop for your healing needs, for a body betterment via laser therapy. And I know it sounds expensive. That is not the case. There is something for everybody, whether it is a young person, whether it is a weekend warrior like myself, whether it is a professional athlete, maybe it's somebody up there in age. Yep, it's Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com, Flagler, Right off of Flagler, downtown West Palm Beach. So easy to get to, super convenient. And uh, what the this laser therapy does, it is, it's igniting the natural healing processes of the body. That's why it works for muscle pain and joint pain, why it has worked for me. Uh, and, and the sessions with the laser therapy, they last the time it takes for you to go to lunch. In and out. It is amazing. And it's super relaxing. And the staff is phenomenal. It's not just aches and pains, though. It is scalp rejuvenation. It is anti-aging. It is troublesome fat areas on your body. Again, all the lasers are doing are expediting the natural processes of the body in order to do things a bit quicker to get results. And isn't that what we're all looking for? Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. That is Quelliv.com, Quelliv.com in West Palm. The Gators documentary. What in the hell was that? And... We've got to get Jeanette's input on Stone and I trying to brand some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL yesterday. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. All right. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right, I'm going to have to scrap the Gators documentary discussion. We'll push it to tomorrow. I apologize if you were waiting on bated breath on the edge of your seat for us to discuss Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow and company on Netflix. I guess I'll watch it so I can join the discussion. Yeah, you might as well take some time if you got How it How long is it? What was it, Stone? I mean, you can give it two episodes, right? Yeah. An hour and a half. Oh, yeah. it's a it's, series? It's four. Four. Yeah. But two's, two's good yeah, enough two, for you. Two will give you enough of a feel for, for what it is. I got to finish the bear. Okay, fine. You can still do that. Okay. Um, But we have, we officially apparently have beef between Ryan Clark of ESPN and Tua. I'm not even, uh, I just said that sentence. We, we apparently officially have beef now 
between Ryan Clark of ESPN and Tua. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, let me tell you first about EDS air conditioning. I have beef with hot weather and a non-working air conditioning unit. And in order to squash that beef, you need EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They're going to get you fixed up. They're going to try and get that beleaguered AC unit to its warranty, or they're going to help you come to terms with the fact that, hey, might need to completely replace the unit, and they're going to give you options, and they're going to fix it up for you, and you're going to stop sweating in the comfort of your own home or your business. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. How about air quality tests? Yep, EDS has got it. How about plumbing needs? Yep, EDS has got it. They have you covered in a multitude of ways, but especially with this unbelievably scorching weather we We've had down here in Palm Beach County during the course of this summer. I mean, you need a go-to. You need reliability. That's EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. If it's after hours, make it EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. Family-owned and operated Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDSairconditioning.com. Now, I don't think, Jeanette, did you hear Ryan Clark yesterday on NFL Live talking about Tua? Negative. All right. So they were discussing Tua's performance in the game against the Texans Saturday preseason through an interception on his first throw Mm -hmm. uh, and then proceeded on his second series to lead a 93-yard touchdown drive. But Ryan Clark was trying to be, and this is what Stone and I determined, edgy. Trying to be edgy. uh, Talking about Tua and his, his weight. Now, we've made jokes about Tua, who's clearly been in the weight room this offseason because he got thick. You got, right? you, you got beefy. But we've never, we've never assumed that Tua's out of shape. No. This was a thing he was doing in order to help his core strength, his neck strength, in order to keep from banging his head on the turf. Common sense would dictate that's what happened in this offseason, right? His legs are thick. He's thick up top. Um, but Ryan Clark... Was trying. This was my analogy. Ryan Clark was trying to be like Chuck and Shaq on TNT, talking about the NBA. I hate it already because every time somebody tries to emulate those two, they fail. It fails right miserably because it's not natural. This was. I'm very glad you put it that way. I think that's exactly what happened here with Ryan Clark. Here's Ryan Clark from NFL Live on Tua Tungavailoa yesterday on ESPN. Hey. Five for seven, 61 yards, and an interception. So, a rocky start to the game for Tua right there. Tua even but, got them tats. Yeah, he did. He did. Tua said, okay, sleeve. Y'all, y'all sleeve. think I've been, because uh, I've been hurt, I ain't tough. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you what he tatted. wasn't doing. He wasn't in the gym. <laughs> wow. I bet you that. Come on, He, he wasn't with me. He, he might have spent a lot of time in the tattoo <laughs> parlor. He was not at the dinner table <laughs> eating what the nutritionist had advised. Oh, my. Mm. God. He looks happy. So okay. thick. He is thick. He's thick. Yeah, thick. he's built like a uh, girl work at Onyx in Atlanta right now on the bottom. <laughs> so now, so uh, there's that from Ryan Clark. I'm sorry, that last line was funny though. It 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 is funny. If he would have had that line and they were just talking about Tua being thick, that's one thing. But Ryan Clark within that insinuating that Tua didn't put the work in in the offseason, that's where the problem comes in. Where he's talking about the nutritionist, where he's talking about wasn't in the weight room. Because that's the stuff with a divisive figure like Tua that has people piling on him. Like, that's just reckless. It's not like 
Chuck taking shots at Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson clearly has done a poor job of taking care of himself. It's funny when Chuck does it to Zion Williamson. But when you target Tua with that, that's not the right person to be targeting your best Charles Barkley routine towards. Yeah, and the second everybody else at the table was laughing, he thought he was cooking. He was on, you know, that's he right. Was going. As soon he as Swagoo started laughing, going. It, was, it, was, uh, it was Ryan Clark. He had his audience of one, and he was on. That's what I'm saying. Like He thought he was on to something here. So then Tua has responded. And I'm not joking. Tua, of all people, has responded. And I'm trying to decide if this is Tua being tough or if this is just flat-out weird. This is Tua's response moments ago at Dolphins training camp in Miami Gardens to Ryan Clark's criticism, his insinuation that Tua is overweight and has been lazy in the offseason. Here's Tua. Ryan's been out the league for some time, so I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's, a little, it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people and they're not that person. So I don't know, it's oh, just, a little, just a little weird. I come back, I, I, like my background is, like I, I come from a Samoan family, like respect is everything. But, you know, does get to a point where, hey, you know, a little easy on that, buddy, because, you know, we I, I think we're, we're pretty tough minded people. And uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy, too. Just saying. How hard did, did you challenge him to a fight? I mean, I think we all worked hard throughout the offseason. Um, and I'm not someone to talk about myself the entire time, but I mean, it takes a lot you think you think i wanted to to build all this muscle like not to some extent like i i wanted to you know i wanted to be a little lighter there's i know there's a mixture of things that people don't understand that people don't know about that are talked about that go behind the scenes so you know i'd appreciate if you kept my name out your mouth that's what i'd say holy crap I feel like that is the most aggressive or stern we have ever heard to a ever on a mic. Absolutely ever. Now, as he was going along and things were a little corny for a second, and I don't know, like if you want to get scrappy, get scrap we'll get scrappy. I don't I don't love that from Tua. You probably shouldn't be challenging people to fights like I, the, the meat- he probably meant verbally. Let's be real. I'm gonna go Maybe. that he meant the verbal. But the meatballs, the that. meatballs are gonna say, hell yeah, Tua wants to fight. Like, who, that's so stupid. But who you got? He, Ryan Clark, Tua Tonga by Law. Well, I think at this point, probably Tua. Oh. I mean, Tua put on that muscle. I mean, I'm looking at the, my videos from the celebrity softball tournament with Tua, and the man is beefy. Yeah, he is beefy. But, but he doesn't look out of shape. Like, right. he just looks like he knew what he had to but, work on in the offseason, and he went and did it. That's why, like, Ryan Clark, who I made sure yesterday, like, he's better than that. He's a great football analyst. I think great. He's better than that. He was making a cheap, low-hanging fruit joke when it's not even accurate. Like that That's the, the, the part that's annoying, and I'm sure that's annoying to Tua. That right there from Tua is Tua legitimately pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's pissed off Tua. By the, when he's talking about my family, I come from a place where I respect. Like when you, when you drop your family and you drop respect, and then at the end, keep my name out your mouth, like that's Tua furious. Right there. Like, that's as angry as Tua gets. Um, it's weird. It's a weird reaction. But I think it comes off as weird because we don't see Tua angry, like, ever, no matter what. 
you know, I think there are two ways to go about this if you're Ryan Clark. One, you can dig in and kind of embrace this beef and carry it on to the season. Or you can apologize. Hey, sometimes you get words mixed up, and I was just trying to be fun. And I think he did use the fun thing. Hey, guys, just having fun. You know, it's TV. Yeah, in a subsequent tw- a subsequent tweet, he was like, hey, hell, it was just TV. But that makes it even more ridiculous that he's going to haphazardly yeah. do something that's going to have the trolls jumping all over Tua in the name of TV. I, that's what I didn't like about it with Ryan Clark. Like, I'm fine being edgy. We talk about weird stuff on this show. Sometimes it gets borderline. Like, I'll admit that. But I'm not going to sit here and try and do something that's going to have trolls jumping over somebody else. Ryan Clark did that yesterday to Tua. Yeah, and I think Ryan Clark may be following the business model that he saw Mike Florio and Phil Sims and Keyshawn Johnson Chris follow. Sims. Chris, Chris Sims. Sims and Keyshawn Johnson but followed fa- last year. Like when you troll the Dolphins, you know you're going to right. piss off that but entire fan base. I, again, I just think it's, it's Ryan Clark dipping into the Charles Barkley playbook. A thousand percent. And failing miserably at it. Because it's not natural for Ryan Clark to pull that. Right. He was no, obviously I mean, doing pulling a facade to that degree. And you again, once those laughters, once his boys was laughing at him too, he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is." He got that confidence, and exactly. we've been there. We've I'm all gonna, been there. Yeah, yeah. So I, but, but I don't like if I'm saying something and I get Jeanette rolling, like I'm going to keep on with it. <laughs> but I can also pull out when you're being fake or not. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. See, but I, I, I hear that point, but Ryan Clark, that is his personality, right? On his Pivot podcast, they're very fun and lighthearted, and they love to troll people and whatnot. So I do think it is part of Ryan Clark. I don't know if the NFL Live fan base is aware of it, but I don't think that he was putting on a facade there. But he does all, that. We can all agree that it all would have been fine if he didn't go to the nutritionist route and he didn't go to the, uh, what he wasn't doing was going to the weight room. Like, that that stuff, call him thick Saying he looks like the girl in Atlanta, Onyx, like that, that's fine. That's all stuff we would say, but the other stuff, that's where it crosses the line and it becomes an impediment to Tua. And you know, Tua became triggered with those comments because he goes, Oh, he's been out of the game for a while. I remember that stood out yeah. to me. He had a few zingers. He's, well, Tua's mad that the insinuation that he didn't put the work in in the offseason. That's where Tua's mad. Would- that, that is the most mad. Can we hear that? Do we have time to hear that one more time and then go to break? Let's just hear, this is, this is the maddest, the most mad, is maddest a word? I don't even know. I was just going to ask. Yeah, I'm just making stuff up. This is the most mad you will ever hear to a tongue of Iloa, his response to Ryan Clark's insinuation that he was overweight and wasn't putting the work in in the offseason yesterday on ESPN. Here's to it today at Dolphins training camp. Ryan's been out the league for some time, so I, I I don't know, it. It's a little it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people and they're not that person. So I know it's just just a little weird. I come back. I I, like my background is like I I come from a Samoan family. Like respect is everything. He's mad. But, you know, does get to a point where, hey, you know, a little easy on that, buddy, because that's weird. You know, we I I think we're we're pretty tough minded people. And uh if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy, too. Just right. saying. I don't know about that. I don't know why we're threatening fights. but I mean, I think we all worked hard throughout the offseason. Um, and I'm not someone to talk about myself the entire time. But, I mean, it takes a lot. You think you think I wanted to, to build all this muscle? Like, not. To some extent, like, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a little lighter. There's... I know there's a mixture of things that people don't understand, that people don't know about, that are talked about, that go behind the scenes. So, you know, 
I'd appreciate if you kept my name out your mouth. That's what I'd say. <sighs> That's I, an angry Tua. I love this side from Tua. I kind of, I, the more I listen to it, and maybe I'm just talking myself into it. I, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of a cringy, weird reaction. But the more I hear it, I, I, I'm glad Tua's standing up for himself with this. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think every time I listen to it, I, I lean more on Tua. You idea. and I were on the same page, though. At first, we're like, oh, this might not be it. It's not his forte. Right, it's not. He's clearly uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Yes. But he's clearly conveying, like you can tell, like he's, he's pissed off. It's the nicest, angriest thing I think you could ever come yeah, up he's, with. He's sweet and angry at the same time. It is weird. And like when he's getting scrappy, he's probably meaning with words. Maybe. No, uh-huh. I, I, again, I, I think he I know up now. on what I meant by what he meant by scrappy. I, I think he was talking about the Samoan people. I think he's like, okay. if, if we, we want to get scrappy, we can get scrappy. So the visualization for me is, you know, 1,000 Samoan people. And Tua leading, standing out in front versus Ryan Clark and whoever his army is. But I think he was talking about the Samoan people. I do like the uh, visual of Tua leading uh, an army of Samoans into battle. The the, the visualizations (laughs) of Stone is absolutely... That's where I went. But I I do think he was talking about the Samoan people because he talked about the Samoan people and his family and then said, you know, if we want to get scrappy, so I don't know. I don't know. It's always the nicest people in the room, the most intimidating That's why Ryan Clark's going to apologize because nobody has driven Tua to this type of anger. And that's the one that makes you feel worse. That's scary. That's though. like the. That's like when you get the. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like that. That's that. That's that's For that. Sure. What happened there? Uh, I want to do. I want to have enough time so we can do this thing with uh, with Jeanette. So let's uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, get to our final break here. Because damn it, it's almost been two full hours. This has been quick as hell. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I think financial, our community needs, need your help. Donate today, support the I Think Community Foundation, the I Think Community Foundation's mission to improve the lives of children and families in all of our communities. Find out more, ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch or call 1-800-873-5100. And a reminder, I Think Financial Amphitheater this Sunday. Rob Zombie, Alex Cooper, Freaks on Parade. And then next Sunday, Slightly Stupid and Sublime at the I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm Beach. Avenge Sevenfold on September 16th. That's pretty good stuff. I Think Financial Amphitheater. I Think Financial. I Think FI.org. Yesterday, In one of the weirdest graphics ever created in professional sports, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers announced that Baker Mayfield was their starting quarterback in 2023 with the tagline, time to bake, time to bake. Just right off the top, Jeanette, Buccaneers fan, Baker Mayfield's your quarterback. Do you think time to bake sounds cool? No. Okay. What about if we put some... some Heavy metal music behind it. Maybe this will change your mind. Here's 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 time to bake with some heavy metal music. Time to bake. What do you think about that? Does it sound a little bit better? Yes. Okay. So what we did is because we're always thinking about how to brand, how to market for the people. Stone and I went through a number of young or unproven quarterbacks in the NFL, and we we created taglines for them with a heavy metal music bed in order to better enhance uh, their their marketability, uh, their brand, 
uh, amongst football fans. Why don't we hear what we did for um, Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson, Indianapolis Colts. Jeanette, you tell me how you feel about this as a, a tagline for rookie Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richard, can I beat you, son? <laughs> How's that sound? Man, I'm hyped for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, who do we uh, who did we do next here? Let's Stone? go, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Next. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, uh, MVP candidate, year number three with the Jags. Here's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, do. <laughs> <laughs> If they are not blasting that in their headphones during warm-up, regular season, game time, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. Uh, we're just trying to help them brand themselves. Uh, Justin Fields, Chicago Bears quarterback. Justin Fields, a top five fastest quarterback in football history. Justin Fields, what was his branding yesterday? Just in your grill, Fields. A <laughs> little bit of a stretch. Yeah, that one's too much. I don't like that. I think uh, your best um, one was Anthony Richards, honestly. Anthony Richardson. Richardson. Uh, Richardson. In your face, son. In your face, son. No, but, uh, I think that was the best one. Let's give Brock Purdy a chance. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. San Francisco 49ers. Can he emulate uh, his, his hot finish to last year? Brock Purdy, this is for you. No charge. Brock, you've got a purdy mouth. I don't think that one's good at all. Okay. He does have a purdy mouth, but we need more football. That goes like physical. Like I don't get it. Uh, can the we do? That's not there. Can we do time to bake one more time just Uh-oh. to just to reset the palate? Time to bake. <laughs> you know, if you guys can please play that for me every Sunday, kickoffs at one o five. Send it to me at one o three so I can feel a little more hype before I see Baker Mayfield run down the field as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my QB1. Who that, else do we have? That. We have Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, and Daniel Jones, and, and Max Jones. Let's do too. Jordan Love. Let's do Jordan Love. Green Bay Packers quarterback, his first full season as starter, Jordan Love. Jordan Love to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That's the best one. That's right. Uh, why don't we have her here, Daniel Jones of the Giants. Daniel Jonesing to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. That one's got a nice, uh, nice edge to it too. How about Mac Jones? How about this uh, is my favorite. Here's what we had for uh, for Mac Jones, Jeanette. Uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> Wasn't really feeling that one. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh- but I think it's appropriate. I think that would still hype him up, though. He's so bland. Yeah, it would be the it would be the most exciting thing to happen to him. Exactly. So it's, he'd still be pretty hyped for that. So shout out to that music. Were you guys playing that music in the background? Yeah, yeah. That we had, riff was we, tough. Uh, I, actually, our production staff highlight uh, they they are actually a uh, a garage band. Oh, nice. All right, we got to go. That was stupid. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye bye. <laughs>